discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. I've been going through some things that people have sent me and um, and I know I've heard this in different denominations. I, I've heard um, the, that there is a difference between God's perfect will and his permissive will. Huh. And so um, what I, that's what I wanted to talk about. You know, when I remember being in in uh, school and you know, growing up, and the nuns would talk about his permissive will, and it would, I don't know, to me in my mind, gave me the impression that it's something that God allows. I don't know how people uh, view it. I don't know how people understand it themselves, but. I think in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, it talks about the perfect will of God. Um, and it talks about how you should not conform yourself to this world, but you've got to renew your mind. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 reads, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what it is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I, I, don't, I don't ever recall reading anywhere in the scriptures where it says anything about a permissive will. I think what people think of as far as permissive will, what it really is is God's mercy. So instead of when a person steps outside of his perfect will, instead of condemning us and judging us, God shows us mercy. He chastises us, and then his perfect will becomes whatever is that situation that you have put yourself in. So like when the children of Israel wanted a king, it was not God's perfect will for them to have a king. But since they rejected him, and he gave them, and in his mercy, he didn't destroy them because of that rejection, but he gave them uh, a summation of what it would mean if they had a king, 
And the people said they wanted one anyway. So because they rejected him that his perfect will was, then you can have this king. Because you don't want me, then I'll give you what you want. And in my mercy, I won't destroy you. I don't think there is a permissive will of God. I think there's a perfect will. And then when man does what's outside of his will, his mercy covers us. All right. So in this article, it's talking about what you should do, talking about God's perfect will. You turn your back on the world. You have your mind renewed. And your mind is renewed not by anything else but by God. And then you're going to be able to discern and experience what God's will is for you. Um, or, you know, like what you could say is what is God's plan for you? What does he, what is his purpose for you? What, you know, and obviously what God has for you is going to be uh, good. It's going to be for our good. And it has no flaws. It has no missing pieces. It's complete. But, um, you know, only God knows what he wants to accomplish in us. He knows that what we're going to do, he knows what we would do if we given a certain circumstance. But his plans never fail. And they're never going to be flawed. They're never going to be, you know, like when you're baking and you forget an ingredient when you're baking. There's never going to be an, a missing ingredient in God's plan. Um or some unknown detail. You know, you might go through life and you think um, something's missing, you know, but you, but you got to wait sometimes to see what God has in store for you. He doesn't tell you everything all up front all the time, uh, but whatever his plan is, whatever his purpose is for each and every saint, it's for our good. And for his glory, because he, he said that in Romans 8, 28. All things work together for the good of those that love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that includes suffering and tragedy and misfortune. Um, so, um, having said that, it's... There is no imperfect will of God. Right, and there is no permissive will of God. Well, I, don't, I, I, I don't see that in the scriptures. I, I see wherever a person strayed from God's perfect will, the Lord showed mercy. Whenever, wow. whenever, whenever a person stepped outside of God's will, the Lord would chastise them because he loved and he loves us, but then he will show mercy. Well, in this article, it goes on to say that uh, there is what we might call God's permissive will. I don't, this, is, this is, um, I think he's mm -mm. looking I, at Genesis 50, verse 20. And this is what God will allow. Even though it's sin, God allows it. So the in but if Genesis fifty twenty, He allows us to sin every day. I mean, that mean without destroying the world, people sin every day. In Genesis fifty twenty, it's talking about how God allowed Joseph's brothers to betray him. Yeah, but that's not that's. I don't know what this person is talking about. That's still not 
a permissive will. There are lots of things that happen to people that the Lord allows, even today. But, but when we talk about the will of God, and then sometimes the Lord will even tell you, uh, do this because I'm in this. Do this because it's, it's of God. You know, whatever's taking place, it seems like it's not in order, but you do it anyway because it's of me, the Lord would tell them. So I'm saying you'll never find in the scriptures where the Lord's talking about his permissive will. Well, it's not called permissive will in the scripture. It's not it's, because it's not, it's not God there. God allows you to go in your own way. God allows you your own free will, and he doesn't stop you from the sin. Right, but that's, but that's not his permissive will then. You see what I'm saying? When people start talking about God's permissive will as if he has a perfect will, then he has a type of will where, where, it's, where he, he doesn't uh, condone it, but he doesn't not stop you from sinning as if it's still somehow within his will. No, no that, that's not scripture. That's not scripture. Whenever man messes up, God shows mercy. Whenever the man... Well, a after the fact, right, but... I mean, after the fact, after the sin, he shows his mercy. Right, which is a sin. So that's what when people talk about permissive will, they're talking about well, this happened because the Lord is not his perfect will, but he just he allowed it simply because what of your shortcomings. No, the Lord has never said because of your shortcomings, I'm going to lower my standards and then I'm going to have a permissive will. The Lord says because of your shortcomings, okay, okay, I'm but, going to show you mercy rather than destroy you. Okay, but in the scripture it does say, doesn't it, that it talks about God's um, giving us free will, giving us... He tells us to choose. The Lord says, choose you this day. You know, who are you going to serve? God gives us the authority to choose who we will love. He gives us the authority and that's to allowing a person to right. do what they want to do. That's his perfect will. So God allows man to reject the gospel, to that's willfully his disobey his that's laws, his, that's not permissive. to that's persecute his, the righteous. That's his perfect will. Because God gives us a choice between and he's dark still in and control. light. And right. he's still in control. But he gives us a choice to choose between light and darkness. That's his perfect will. If we choose darkness, that's well, the... You don't think... Well, so you're saying that when people sum it up in their own words, that it's God permitting you to do this, allowing you, permitting you, that's not... But, not, but uh, he's permitting... And when they're thinking he's permitting you to do this because that's within his will, no. He allows you to do it because of his mercy, otherwise he would destroy you. Just like he said, because he's of too pure of an eye to behold sin. Just like he counted us all under sin so that he could show us mercy so that we could all receive salvation. I have never seen a permissive will. I've, I've seen where they rejected the Lord and the Lord says, well, because you reject me as king, then fine. Then my perfect will is if you don't want me as king, here's your king. See, the, the will of God, God's perfect will, is, is man who has to answer to his, his faults and his shortcomings, and God's mercy protects us, protects all of us. So in this article, it says that God often allows or permits, and that's why they say permissive will, men to violate his preferential will, what, what gives him pleasure, and his prescriptive 
will, which is his word. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's his mercy. God allows these things to take place because of his mercy. And, and when a person tries the Lord to the point where the Lord says, you don't tempt the Lord, and when they provoke God to the point where he says enough is enough, then comes his judgment and chastisement. I, I you know, I, I, this, this prescriptive, permissive. Well, the, oh, the article that, also <laughs> says that there's a decreed will of God. Uh, this is God's eternal foreordained plan and purpose, which will not change and cannot be thwarted. It includes our salvation and his choice and calling of Israel. That's his word. God's covenant purposes and his promises are part of his decree and he will not and cannot change his mind about those things. Because of his word, that's who he is. He will not deny himself. That's the word of God. So, so. there, in this article it says to look at uh, verse 14 of Exodus chapter 32. And it says, you might say, but look, God did change his mind. And the article says, no, he didn't. The text says that God changed his mind about destroying Israel and making a new nation of Moses. Moses' whole argument is that God made a covenant and he cannot change his mind because he is God. God's changing his mind about destroying Israel is not really his not changing his mind about saving the nation and bringing them to the land. I don't know what he's talking about as far as when he says well, read, the Lord doesn't change his mind. The Lord shows mercy on whom he will show mercy. Read verse 14 of Exodus 32. And the Lord repented of the evil which he had thought to do unto his people. Right. Okay. So, the, the Lord can pronounce, you, you can reason with the Lord. The Lord said, come now, let us reason together. You can actually talk to the Lord. You can actually get the Lord to show mercy. <laughs> and I'm trying to tell you, it's not permissive will, it's mercy. So when Abraham said, when they went to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he said, if there be a hundred people, would you spare the city? See, it's not permissive will, God's mercy said, yeah, if there be a hundred people that you could find that righteous in that city, I'll spare. He got down to ten, and he felt like that's a good enough number. The Lord said, yeah, you could, you could find ten righteous. If I find ten righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah, I'll spare the city. That's his mercy. And can you get the Lord to change his mind and show you mercy and have compassion on you? Yes, you can. Because there have been times when people have, have come to the Lord and have come to him in such a way that the Lord said, See how, uh, I think it was Ahab, he had went down in sackcloth and ashes, you know, and the, and the Lord would say, you know, see how the person has done this, or Hezekiah, I won't bring this in your day. I, I won't bring the evil in your day. The Lord shows you mercy. So why do you think the Lord had to repent? Well, it's, it's not, it's, it repent means to change uh, his mind, to show mercy. It's not repenting for anything that he did wrong. Repent means to go back. It, it means to reverse something. So he reversed what the decision was he originally intended to make because of his mercy. <laughs> well, 
anyway, I don't understand. De decreed will, I don't. That, this is mercy. And they can go through all the Bible and start dividing up God's word. Well, promises. here's another one, a perceptive will of oh, God. Oh, Lord. This mm. is God's <laughs> will expressed in the form of principles or precepts given to men. The command not to murder lets us know that God's will for us not to murder others. The command not to steal makes it clear that God's will for us is not to steal. Well, that's just if I say, why, why, why do they have to say it's perceptive? If I say I have discerned that it is God's will for me to rob banks and to kill those who get in my way, we can confidently say that is not God's will his written word or is the expression of his will. In the sense, many people are seeking God's will when it's already obvious. You don't have to pray about living with your boyfriend. God already, God already said no. Right, perceptive. but that's his will. I mean, what, 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 why would they have to classify it as perceptive? That's his will. It's still his perfect will. That's still the will of God. That's still God's word. There's still the, the Holy Spirit directing people as long as they receive the Lord. It's still his word. I don't, I don't understand why they people get all these divide it. Yeah, because it's ridiculous. And they just end well, up here's like another confusing one. themselves. Here's another one. There's also God's preferential oh, will. Okay. <laughs> this has to do with what gives God pleasure and what does not. Uh. We know that God loves to show mercy, and yet he will execute judgment. It is on this basis that Moses appeals to God to forgive Israel, not only here, but many times, especially in Numbers chapter 14. Not only Moses, but others prayed to God, prayed that God would show mercy in Nehemiah and in Daniel. God takes pleasure in the salvation of sinners. He does not take pleasure in pouring out his eternal wrath on sinners. When we come to the come to things which are not clearly prescribed as sin or things which are commanded, our desire should be to do that which pleases God. That goes without saying, but that doesn't split up what the perfect will of God is. It's still his will that we humble ourselves and that we acknowledge the Lord in all our ways so that he can direct our path. That's his will. I mean, I, I don't get it. All right, there's another one that this article <laughs> talks about, and it says there is also God's directive will. Mm -hmm. This is God's personal guidance in our lives. Oh, it Lord. does not violate any of the wills above. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there are times the Lord when... cannot violate himself. <laughs> that, that, these people, I don't know what they do. They just think of things to confuse themselves. It is so simple, like the Lord says. It's just so plain. It's just... It's just out there. He doesn't try to be Now, this article came from Bible.org. Bible.org. The, the Lord doesn't complicate things. To the so it says there are, are times when God wants you? us at a certain place doing a certain thing. And the Bible most often will not provide us with this direct and personal revelation of his will. I can think of God's directive will being revealed in the Macedonian call. It quotes Acts chapter 16, verses 6 to 10. Yeah, but what are they talking about? The Lord says, my people, they know my voice. You know, and a stranger, they won't follow. So says, when the Lord is talking to a person, that's still his word, it's still his will. God does guide us personally and directly 
but it seems that this is not as common as some would like. Oh my goodness. It seems <laughs> to be required at certain points of our life when specific guidance is needed. God said for us to acknowledge him in all our ways and he would direct our path. That's every single day. We die daily. We humble ourselves before the Lord daily. We crucify the old man daily. We have we don't <laughs> ever be disconnected and just waiting for a once in a while a lifetime maybe perhaps the Lord will speak the Lord. So are, you're mm -hmm. saying that God will talk to you all the time and give you direction and guidance yes. and let you know what His will is. Yes. And what His pleasure is. Yes. And yes. Um, and if, if, but those it, things it, that it you depends don't understand, on. It's dependent on you seeking after him. You have to seek him, and then for those things that you don't understand why, he will let you know it is going to be. He might not even give you the explanation as to why it's going to be or how long it's going to be, like he did with Paul. But, you, but, he, but Paul knew when he was through that it was God's will that he go through. He said, because God told him, my grace is sufficient. So... When these people, when you try to divide up, God's will is, is his will. And if we step outside of God's will, it's his mercy that sustains us. That's all there is to it. Well, I know that a lot of people talk about permissive will. Yeah, thinking that they're getting, getting by with something. It, it does not exist. Well, I, I think in terms of, you know, people complain about his permissive will in the sense that God knew I was going to do this. Why didn't he stop it? That's what's wrong with permissive will. That's what I'm trying to say. That's, that's not scripture. See, and why would the Lord stop you? He's given you what his perfect will is. You sin. He and knew step all this was going to happen that's in right. my life. I'm, I, can't, I can hear somebody in particular, you know, talking yeah. about God knew all this was going to happen in my life. Why right. did he allow this to because happen? Because you have the authority and the Lord says, and the obligation, and he has put it within us to choose. Now, we, but, I mean, we can't direct this person doesn't, isn't, wasn't choosing, uh, what do you mean? They didn't choose the consequences, but they, choose, they chose certain actions within their life that led to consequences. Well, I don't think it was chosen by them, like going in their own way. I think. Um, oh yeah, they just didn't. They just they, when we make our choices, we go in our own way. We might not in, in this, do it with maliciousness or thinking we're being rebellious. No, no, no. I, the, I'm thinking of a specific situation where a person got married, and it was it was encouraged by the pastor and the assistant pastor, and it was. Uh, yeah, they hope for the best. <laughs> 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 and and things didn't work out. Yeah. Things turned out pretty tragic, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know it made the person a little bitter mm -hmm. um, because that individual felt like God knew all this was going to happen. Why didn't he stop me? Why didn't he... Just because... And, and the advice that the individual got from everybody was you know, good godly advice, you know, at the time. What, what, what I can't understand is simply because a person knows something doesn't mean that that person is, well, I'm talking about the Lord himself, doesn't mean he's going to step in and change it. Just like he, he knows in advance, but because he gives us the decision 
to make. The Lord expects us to make a choice. The Lord expects it. So now, if we make the right choice, but bad things happen because of it, it's not because we've erred, and it's not because you've done anything wrong. Just like the person that was born uh, blind from his birth, and they said, well, who sinned? That he was born blind. The Lord said, nobody. Not his parents. Not even him. Nobody sinned. This person was born for the glory. Like, for this moment. Mm -hmm. And so, just because things don't happen or turn out the way you think they should doesn't mean that you have done wrong. And maybe, so you're saying maybe at the time it was a perfect match, but... Or, or even if it wasn't, it was within... Just like you find... The, the spouse had a choice to either do the right thing or the wrong and thing. They chose and that's the how the consequences came about right. for you, that marriage. Your consequences. And so... This this idea that because God knows everything, He should stop. So if things. people that are saved follow the Lord one hundred percent, seek after the Lord, then they wouldn't have at to the worry time about it. that the it was a good decision. Mm -hmm. Then nothing bad would have happened. Right, as long as a person acknowledges the Lord and continues and humbles themselves, you you find that if something breaks down. Somebody's out of the will of God. All right, there's one final category because we're running out of time, and that is what uh, this article calls discerned will of God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so you, you have a perception of God's will for your life, which comes through uh, the wisdom, seeking after God. You, yeah, you seek after God, and he gives you, you acknowledge him, and you're seeking after him, and the Lord will guide you. I don't, I, that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell. I don't know why people try to complicate things like that, it, especially when it's not in the word. That's, that's how they're dividing up the well, word in their discerning? mind. you don't think discerning? Discerning, but not a discerning will. I mean, it's still oh. the will of God. So people are dividing up. The, the Lord's actions into these different categories. And the Lord never told us to do those type of things. He just tells, learn what my perfect will is. Now, if he had said, well, learn what my perfect will is and then my perceptive will, and then I want you to go back and study my discerning will, and then the Lord never said that. All he said was one thing, the perfect will of God. So the bottom line is that it, all these other it's just categories man are man-made. Man-made, yes. Well, that concludes our program for this week. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. This week's verse of the day comes from 1 John 3 and 14. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, what is the rottenness of the bones? And the answer is envy. And that answer can be found in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 30, which reads, A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. This week's food for thought is, What is the glory of young men? And what is the beauty of old men? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought. <laughs>